Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. You notice I didn't uh, I didn't say the Life in Quarantine podcast. We're not really like in quarantine anymore, so it's yeah. not. Uh, I guess it depends on how you look at it, because I mean, officially the state is technically still in quarantine until the twelfth of June, but I mean, no, no one gives a shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've. Uh, I've definitely, I've definitely seen more and more people out. That's for sure. Oh yeah, well, and shit's starting to open up. So yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I said it from the beginning. Once you know, it was everyone was fine being stuck inside until it gets warm outside, and yeah. then once it gets, one, yeah, I said once it got warm outside, the people would be done with it. That and their hair was out of out of sync, and their nails were getting long and chipped, and blah blah blah. Because you, know? <laughs> you know, you got to prioritize these things. Yeah, you're, life, uh, is only, life is only precious if it's another woman and her body or if you know if you're, your nails are done you're stifling my freedom of uh of getting my hair done yeah yeah because you need it you need it yeah i didn't shave my head today i wasn't gonna shave my head but <laughs> whatever yeah. i'm wearing a hat for a reason folks <laughs> So I was, uh, and I want to get, I want to get a night, I want to get a different hat. I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm going to make it a trademark. I'm going to do a different hat every episode or something like that. Is that what it is? is that yeah. I'm going to get goofy hats. What the fuck? You know, goofy hat, goofy face, you know, goofy head. That's all good. Hey, it's consistent, right? It's <laughs> goofy all across the board. Fuck it. Might as well. So what's been going on, man? I feel, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. You, you know, we work together, but. I know. Well, we, I saw you the other day at work. Uh, our next schedule, you and I are together quite a bit in Maine. Oh, really? The staffing grids. Unless it changes, because it changes all the oh, time. Oh, anyway, it all the time. But, uh, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's, I think there's one day you and I are in Maine for eight hours together. Oh, that's cool. There's we another some, day we're just we get some, pop, like some podcast planning stuff done, I guess. Yeah. We're just to know the fuck out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't happen at all. No. no. <laughs> Not at all. We should ask some uh, of our coworkers that <laughs> we've been hey, together. Hey, everyone says I'm fun to work with. So, your face. <laughs> There's blowing smoke up my ass, huh? That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> the stories they tell when you're not around, Nick. The stories <laughs> I tell when you're not around. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. Well. Hey. Whatever. It's all in good fun. Until so. someone anyway. gets their feelings hurt. You don't have feelings. Oh no, not me! Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Somebody around me gets their fucking feelings hurt. Right, right. I have like, I have like three feelings. So, you know, there once in a while, one of those That's, three feelings might be a little bruised, but that's two more part, than me. What's the one feeling you have? Just anger. Anger and rage. Yeah. These days, it's all it's all there is, my friend. The world yeah. is burning. Speaking of that, fucking burning. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of that, be... let's do a little, uh, you know, topical news, maybe. Well, yeah, because uh, so we've talked about it a couple times in the show before, uh, you know, as far as like police brutality, mm. and it's uh, it's it's obviously you know raised its head again in the last couple. Of, I'd say the last two months, three months, yeah. you're seeing more and more about it. Um, you know, I think it really all kind of came to a head this past week in uh, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, have you followed it all 
Ian or unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Um, as of us recording today, this will go up two days from now. But um, as of today's recording, they officially charged the police officer with third degree murder and manslaughter. Um, and the was it the uh, Minnesota whatever the the police precinct gone. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 just basically packed up and left. Yeah. Said you guys win, we're done. Yeah. And I you so, know what. I don't want to, I'm not going to criticize the protesters, but you know, it's, I don't know if the violent, the violence. Well, is well, right, well but, you know, I'll, is I'll get, is. I'll get, I'll get to that. But yeah. uh, so if you're, if you haven't really, if your head's been on the sand or whatever, you've lived in a cave the last couple of weeks, if you haven't heard, so there's a man by the name of uh, a George Floyd. He was detained uh, in Minnesota and by Minneapolis police on May 25th. So that was what Tuesday. Friday yeah. Tuesday. All right. yeah. and, uh, so the police said that Floyd physically resisted being removed from his vehicle, which if you actually like go back and look at the videos, he really didn't. He didn't. No. And uh, so, and I didn't, I didn't write down the, the name the cop's name, but uh, there's a fuck him. We don't, he doesn't deserve a, deserve a name. Well, name. I know. Yeah. So their, their, their video showed, so there's like multiple videos that were taken, but they showed a, a Minneapolis police officer kneeling on Floyd's neck and he was on it. So Floyd was, was pleading for his life for seven minutes during this video. If you watch mm-hmm. it, right. Yep. So he can't breathe. And, uh, you know, basically just pleading for his life. And, the cop stayed there for another three or four minutes after Floyd was motionless. Yeah. Uh, I think the report said it was like a minute and 52 seconds after he was probably dead or, dead. or about dead. And yeah. he still, he was still on top of him. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. that picture is gruesome. I, it's, it's so difficult yeah. to even see the picture of that. It is. It's, it's terrible to see a video because the, uh, the man was handcuffed. There's nothing he could have possibly done on the nope. ground, on his belly handcuffed. There was no reason for anyone to even be on top of him. Yeah. So the police officer that was kneeling on his neck was a 19-year officer who in 19 years had 18 complaints uh, uh, filed against him. Of brutality or excessive force. Excessive force. And two of those complaints ended in uh, in discipline from the department. Mm -hmm. So it's like... Obviously, this guy had a history. Obviously, right. we don't know. We don't know the validity of the other sixteen of those. Of, of those, doesn't instances. matter. That first disciplinary one should have been the first and the second one gone. Gone. It, it should. Period. Have been. But he was also he's also been involved in three police shootings. One that ended in a fatality. I did not but, know that one. Yeah, but like I said, you know, there is such thing as you know police needing to use force so just because he was involved in three shootings doesn't necessarily mean really anything in this case right but you know they, they always bring up what the victim was doing prior to they never discuss the history of the police and that's why i wanted to and that's why i felt it was relevant in this case to, to at least mention the complaints filed against him right the uh the thing that gets me is that Knowing that, I mean, I knew I heard about the the, the previous complaints and the the two disciplinary two, two disciplinary issues. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that, I mean, it's one thing to to charge him with murder, 
but I, there needs to be some kind of a huge, uh, I don't know, dust up with with the whole the whole. You know, it's not uh, police it's not, force. It's not just this police force, man. I mean, no, it's no, like, it's this is national. It's, it's, I mean, this is a national it's, problem. It's a national problem, absolutely. Um, and one of the other officers that was on the scene uh, has had multiple. Um, uh, complaints filed against him also he and he was in the he was a defendant in two different uh lawsuits and one of, i guess i think both of them filed or both of them uh settled out of court i believe really maybe, or maybe just one of or maybe maybe just one of them settled out of court i haven't heard too much about the other officers involved mm-hmm. um just mainly the one one guy because i mean the other ones are just as complicit because they didn't stop him they didn't say hey nope. look get off of him you know he's good we're all watching you go over there you know none, none of that was done and it should have been done but i don't know too much about the other officer yeah yeah that's it and then the other two officers that were, that were there uh had clean records mm. which not anymore i mean they're gonna be they're gonna be held culpable to some degree well, yeah, because they didn't—they didn't, they didn't do anything. Fired. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You're—you're basically—you're an accomplice, right? Exactly. You're an ac- accessory to murder, is what you were. Um, but you know the the outrage felt in this community, you know, is, is something we've seen over and over and over and over and over and over and over again for the past, you know, sixty years, right. And, yeah. uh, the, but the, the crazy thing is, so the, the, the protests have been peaceful and then mostly for, yeah. for some ungodly reason, Thursday night, the, at the time that the protests were still peaceful, the police decided to shoot tear gas and rubber bullets into the crowd. And it was really at that time that the crowd turned violent. Right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the timeline of how it went from marching in the street to looting targets. Well, that's 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 smashing, what it was. You know. That's that's what it was. So it was everything. Was it was just a civil, you know, a, a, a civil protest. Like I said, until the police turned on the crowd. Yeah. Then I don't know what if there was something that caused that to happen. If there was, I haven't read about it or seen it on the news or anything else. Um, but it was really kind of well, at that time that kind of that got ugly. It's going to be tough because you're going to get you're going to get conflicting reports regardless. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we may never I, know officially what yeah. what the the actual trigger for it was. Yeah, I, I guess my whole thing on the thing though, Ian, is you know if you're looking at this and your outrage over protests and riots is greater than your outrage over an unarmed black man being murdered by police we should point out an you're, unarmed, you're part, innocent black man because he yeah, he wasn't even he, has, he, hadn't even he hasn't done anything yeah he hadn't yeah. done anything and so uh, i'm not even know, sure why they had him at exodus car he was not he had not done anything wrong no no so i mean if you're outraged if you're more outraged over the riot than you are right. like i said of an unarmed black I'm man not. being murdered then you're kind of the part of part of the problem in this country yeah i'm not i'm not because I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it because I'm not in that position, but I understand that there comes the point where the anger and the frustration and the rage just, it, it can't contain itself any longer. Yeah. And it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, I was, I'm actually shocked this didn't happen sooner, yeah. you know, overall. 
I mean, it, I just, yeah, I, mean, I just has, don't want to see but... it get worse. But not to, it's. I mean, granted, yeah, we've had situations like this before, mm-hmm. uh, Rodney King and, and other situations, or even more recently with in Ferguson. Right. Did Ferguson get this bad though, to the point where the police department just basically abandoned it, like abandoned the whole city? I believe so. Yeah. Did it? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't recall it going that far, but either way, it's still like you said. This is sixty plus years, sixty years of of uh, four hundred years. Right. Well, I was gonna say sixty years <laughs> of of uh, a group of individuals who are supposed to have the same freedoms as everyone else mm-hmm. being treated differently, and then four hundred years on top of that added to it. It's it's mm-hmm. not that surprising. It's gonna boil, boil over like this. Now, did you see any of the reports of the from the about the uh, CNN reporter that was uh, arrested? I only saw it in the in the ticker across the screen. Um, so I, I it said that the CNN reporter and and film crew were arrested, but then released. It didn't say yeah. what they were arrested for or anything so, like that. So I saw the video of it, and because they were they were shooting, they were filming when it all happened, and so right. the police come the police come up to him. And say, you know, hey, you guys can't stand here. Basically, is what they said, and uh, they said it in more words than that, though. So the uh, the reporters like, okay, well, let it, tell us where you want us to stand, and we'll move. And uh, they just arrested the guy. And uh, huh. well, and so he, he was a black reporter. I, I will say that. I was and just going to ask that because I didn't know. So the Minneapolis Police Department released a, a press release stating that it was after they. After the police uh, did a, a thorough check and found out who he was, he was he was released, right? Which is it's bullshit. Okay. It's okay. No, it's no, okay. but, but he's a black complete, man, and yeah, it's complete bullshit though. Because in the video, he's holding his press conference, uh, uh, right? Well, in his yeah. in his hand, and he's telling them, "I am a reporter for CNN." Blah blah blah. And you know, so they arrest him, they throw him in the back of the car, they hold him for about twenty minutes, and then they take him to a police station. And then he's released a couple hours later after the head of CNN called the governor of Minnesota to make a complaint. Yeah. See, I did, like I said, I didn't know anything about that. I assumed the, the, the reporter was black mm-hmm. uh, because I mean, of course. Yeah. And the fact that even if they said, even if he didn't have his credentials on him, say they arrested him and they didn't see his credentials, even though obviously they did it's still racist because once they get him to the police station go, Oh, okay. Well, you're free to go because you're a reporter. It's well, like, it's almost like saying you're one of the, you're okay. You're one of the okay ones. But this is the know. thing though. And this was the kind of the point the reporter made too, is like, look, if, if he said, if there was some kind of like misunderstanding at the scene, okay. But he goes, I was putting the put back of the police car for over 20 minutes. That's more than enough time. To, to verify to verify who he was yeah. you know the fact that it was like all over the damn all over cnn at that point that uh that he had been arrested yeah yeah i don't i just don't know uh, it, but the funny I, thing i is wouldn't i he, wouldn't be making any trips to, to minneapolis anytime soon if i was a, if I was no, a no. person of no color. no the uh he was the, the funny thing is was it's not funny the uh, the no i know the uh, the other part of the story i guess is the fact that the black reporter was there with a white reporter the white reporter was in a different area of the crowd and obviously had no issues right that's my point you know yeah and, so, and i mean I, the what does this tell know, the go ahead, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say another layer of it is the the lie, the the blatant lie that was put out by the Minneapolis Police Department about what he was uh, detained for. Right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just don't get it. I do not understand. This is this shouldn't be happening. No. In this in this day and age, this just should not fucking be happening. And I I can't wrap my brain around it. I cannot figure it out for the life of me. What is this? Is this a Trump reality? I know he's, I know part of it is, I know there's, even if it's a small part, it's still, some of this is there, but it, but it, of course this kind of, of activity and behavior has existed long before Trump. Yeah. So is this, so what is this? You know, I, 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 I almost feel weird that I can't blame Trump for it. You know what I mean? I, I it's the way I look at it is I, I feel like over the past decade, really ever since the beginning of, Obama's presidency yeah. that a portion of this country has encouraged racist responses to people mm-hmm. of color. Right. And since Trump has become president, I think it's goes without uh, beyond a shadow of doubt that racists feel more comfortable right environment that we currently he's, live le- in. he's legitimized a lot of their their behavior and their attitudes yeah. Yeah. at least in the, in the public forum yeah absolutely so uh, to so we've talked about conspiracies and things like that before on this show so i did want to bring up the conspiracy aspect of this have oh, you heard one? Oh yeah have you heard right. about the uh the the what people believe was an agent provocateur that were that was in the crowd have you heard about this no so there was I haven't a, heard anything about it. There was a white conspiracy. man. So there's a white man that showed up after. So it was like near the end of the the protest, right? So before it got violent, this guy shows up. He's not in any footage anywhere else during the protest uh, for the hours that had been going on before this. So this white guy shows up wearing a gas mask, carrying an umbrella, and under his umbrella. You can clearly see he has a hammer, right? He's wearing like paramilitary gear and has on military boots. So my first thought was seeing the pictures of this guy that he looks like one of the militia type that you would see, right? Okay. He's the one that actually started the riot. He goes up to the auto zone and starts smashing out windows, right? Some of some of the, uh, protesters in the crowd approach him, say something to him, you know, to, to get him to stop. And he kept smashing out windows and, and, and really kind of sparked the whole riot. And, hmm. uh, and then some other people and some re- a reporter kind of approach him and the guy takes off running and he's not seen in any other footage the rest of the night. And how accurate is this information? You said you saw a picture of him. Oh, yeah. I saw pictures and video of him. Yeah. He was absolutely 100% there. But okay. I don't know what he was there for. Hmm. Well, I mean, hey, the, the white supremacist organizations have been itching for a race war for decades. Yeah. And, and I guess I'm not saying, I'm not saying these, that he's tied to some bigger thing organization i think it was i think it was very obvious that this individual went to this spot to start what and to start an action that would make the the protesters look 
bad. And that's exactly okay. what happened. Well, I guess by that standard, he may have succeeded. But yeah. if he was, if he was all get up, get up, could, how could you tell he was white? You could see his, his face oh. through the gas mask. Through the gas mask. Oh, it was just like a half half face mask. It was yeah. like full blown like World War One no. gas mask. No, that's what I pictured when you said it. No, so. no, it was like a respirator gas mask is what he was wearing. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you know, it's that it's I, I, and I know people are like probably think i'm sounding fucking crazy <laughs> well here's but the thing it's whether, been proven his, yeah. i say i say it's been proven for 50 to 60 years that even the u.s government has used uh people you know local police fbi agents things like that to infiltrate groups of protests they did it all throughout the 60s right yeah well and, and regardless of whether or not this person had ulterior motives or, or anything like that, it wouldn't have taken much to start this. This, like I, like we said before, it's, it didn't take much. This, this was, this was a powder keg that had already been lit. Yep. Regardless. So that whether he started it now or an hour later, or, you know, it would have, it would have happened anyway, I think. Probably. I really don't. Probably. But so all, I'm, all it took yeah. was that spark. Yeah. And whether or not he was the spark, it doesn't matter because it, it could have it, been it, anybody. It sure started all this right around that same time. So yeah, you know, he starts smashing windows and people start running inside and that's all over. Yeah. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I, I won't condone the looting of the stores, but I don't, I, every time I saw them smashing the police car, I was like, go for it. It's the police. I mean, they're mad out. I it's know. the police that have dropped the ball. It's the police that have caused all this. Fuck them. Smash their cars up. Yeah, burn burn their station down if it, if it was going to come to that. As long as no one gets hurt in it, that's the key. That's of course that's the key. But yeah, people are going to get hurt. I'm sure there are, there are injuries. There have been injuries. Yeah, if I, I don't rubber know. Rubber bullets. Rubber bullets are going to hurt people. Gas is going to hurt people. Yeah, I haven't heard any kind of reports on on injuries or anything like that though. Right. And as far as you know, the time of recording today, I don't think there's been any kind of issues so far today. No, there was some protests in Detroit, uh, and they were well, all yeah. peaceful. There were protests in Ipsy and Ann Arbor also. Right. Was, well, because Ipsy, Ipsy has their own issue right now with police yeah, there's brutality. A, yeah, there was a cop that uh, punched a woman several times. Yeah. And, for, and of course, she pun- he punched her several times, and then she punches back, which is understandable. Yeah, you're being, you're being attacked. Fucking rings. So she punches back, and then she's tackled by like five police officers. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I know. She shouldn't have been punched in the first place. I know. And then there was another instance. I don't remember what state it was in. But uh, there was a female EMS. Uh, I heard about that, too. So you heard about that? Where, yeah. So the, the, the police went to the wrong house. Yeah, they kicked her door in. Her boyfriend was sitting on the couch, shot at the police because he didn't know what the hell was going on. And then the police yeah. shot her. And that was... Yeah. So those are, there's more protests and stuff going on about that too. So it's not this is not just a, an issue going on in Minnesota. It's a multifaceted kind of. Oh, of course not. Yeah, it's I, no question there. And it's, it doesn't matter even if it were just in Minnesota right now. It's been everywhere, anywhere. anywhere yeah, it really you know, has. Everywhere's had this problem. California's had this problem. New York's had this problem. Um, Detroit's had this York, problem. Detroit's had this problem. I mean, New York had fucking stopped stop and frisk for what five years. Yep. Yeah. 
which was clearly racially motivated and racially targeting. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. I don't. I don't know if there is one at this point. I mean, I, with everything that's gone on, at least, you know, even in the last five years, yeah. you know, when you, when you have a, a black man that gets pulled over by the police and legally has a gun on him and is in no way reaching for that gun, they get shot, they get shot in his car. Mm-hmm. There was no outrage from the NRA or anything like that that, that, that happened. No. It's, it, this is a, there is a deep-seated racism that is ingrained in the culture of this country. And I don't know if there's any way to get rid of that. Is it, would you, can you say it's in the culture of the country, though? Or is it Absolutely. just in the, author, or in the authoritarian part of the country? Because well, that's, that's, think, that's part of the country. Though. I mean, that's part of the It is, the but what I'm saying is, is I think the vast majority of the population itself isn't, isn't it at anywhere near that level. Really? I mean, to, to I mean, would, would, every single person you see flying a Confederate flag? But they don't make, a, not, they don't make the majority. But, that, but, that, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that's, that's racism that's ingrained in culture. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm not saying that there is no racism anywhere but in the In the what, Ian? Because you froze up on You me. froze up for a split second. But everything, no, everything's, everything's fine on my end. But anyway, um, yeah, I was going to say that yeah, well, I don't want to downplay that, that racism at all. No, it's, it, it is a huge problem. There's no question. But it's, yeah. it's the, the aggressive minority that is the problem it's not the vast majority of the country that's that's why it that's it it's it's hard to fathom yeah. that this is still going on because no. again the vast majority of this country is content to just get along with each other it, but it's that that vocal minority mm-hmm. that that aggressive vocal minority yeah. that just won't shut the fuck up and go away Go live back in the 1800s if you want. Go live on an island somewhere. You know, you want an all, all white island? Go fucking live on an island. But get out. Yeah. Leave us alone. We don't give a shit. You know. Just leave everyone else alone. No. Um. So have you? Have uh, only you when I heard yesterday, paying attention and it was to the president's nothing. response did, to all this. He said it was a horrible thing. But he wasn't going to make okay. any comments on anything until he knew all the facts, which, as we know, he that's so, not his usual M.O. So, no, yeah, I know. Oh, I know about that. So for that. the first time <laughs> in the history of Twitter. I heard about Twitter, that. I'm not Twitter has violence. flagged a sitting president for No, I'm just violence. saying, I, the, what I heard about and was Trump, they, and, they dropped uh, yeah, his, he they, All I heard was they yeah, well, that, that's his tweet. That's, that's been, what it was for. Oh. Okay. I only I only That's heard about the second the one. one then. That was that was the first one. That was the first one. This one was yesterday. So so Donald Trump puts out a tweet that says Oh, I did see that. Word I did for see word that this tweet. is what the, tw- the tweet says. These thugs and thugs is in capital all capital letters. These thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. And I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Walls and told him the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, any difficulty, I, I we that. will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And and that that last line is what got no. him flagged by Twitter. 
Do you know where that last line comes from? Have you heard that line before? When the looting starts, the shooting starts. That there was a uh, there was a Miami chief of police back in 1968 that the police were doing a crackdown on what he called them. Air quotes for people listening to the podcast. Young hoodlums is what he called them. So they were doing a crackdown. Yeah. So they were going after young hoodlums, and uh, he's quoted as saying that uh, he didn't care if. Uh, uh, he didn't. He didn't care if they were accused of police, police brutality, is what he said, and that he. And that's when he said, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, and it was all of this that kind of led to the riots, mm. the race riots in okay. South Florida. Said, I wasn't familiar 60s. with that. I mean, I'm so familiar with the riots, history but to I that wasn't line, familiar with that line. You know? And and I'm I. I guarantee yeah. that Donald Trump knows the history of that. Line He's not very clever, it. so it's hard to say. Because if not, where do you get that line from, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, the president has repeatedly used the term thugs in right. reference to black protesters numerous times during his presidency. So that part of it's not a surprise. Um, I, I, I do find it... Sorry. I, I find it comical that Twitter is now not censoring the president, but flagging the president's tweets because, you know, the, he has gone on, he, he spent, it's not just the, the, over the course of his presidency, it was prior to that. He spent the last 10 years on Twitter spreading false information and stirring up things that, that he's trying to use for political purpose. And it you know, it's about damn time that someone that, that, one of these platforms actually takes a stand and right. say, look, we can't. Well, and Mark Zuckerberg was on TV yesterday. No, granted, it should have happened 10 years ago. This was just ago, the first but... tweet. This was the first um, the one that was pulled for uh, false, having false information in it. He said, it's not, uh-huh. it's not social media's responsibility to do that, to determine what's true and what's not. And I, you know what? I think you, ha- you hold a Right. Well, that's, I'm just saying. But I think you hold a certain level but, of responsibility. But Facebook does also. As Facebook does the same thing. Not to stifle free speech. Yeah. But to stifle hate speech. To stifle uh, violent speech. I don't have a problem with that. You do under, You do understand that there's no free speech. No, because on the, and I know that the, there's no such the thing courts as free have been speech on Facebook that for years. Freedom of speech is a is something what that means is the government can't take that right away from you as nothing has nothing to do with you can't sit here and cry that they're violating your free speech when you don't have that right it's on a it's it's allowed i mean no nobody's censoring us that's the thing that gets me about we're 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 not inciting violence we're not passing hate speech around no i don't incite violence well, I Ian does a little bit. Just, you know. That maybe certain people might want to get punched or not. You know, I don't know. I don't actually. I've never. I've never done that. I've never. I've never suggested anyone ever. Oh, well, that's right. You... I did, but that was on our show. Oh, you did. You did that say was on you, our show uh, to punch a Nazi. I, there, I, I like, still. I'm still okay with that. Early, early on. Yeah, that was in the podcast. Punch a fucking Nazi. They they shouldn't exist <laughs> in 2020 Nazi, anyway. It's all right. <laughs> they shouldn't pat, exist past 1945. So, uh, so, no, they really shouldn't. Yeah, so the president. Yeah. 
Well, they do. Well, they should stay there. They remember, they don't need remember to be on the, the outside. Nazis live inside the Hollow Earth, <laughs> which is which still to this day is my favorite uh, conspiracy. You know, it's funny. Just just a little that's side like note. the batshit with that, that craziest of the batshit crazies. Right. That uh, that conspiracy theory. That's because we enjoy. We there always enjoy. There was a conspiracy side, theory that um, Hitler had set up a moon base and was had nazis and they made a movie out of it but just it was just a movie like it wasn't about yeah. Nazis. it was about him doing that it was a movie that okay this is what happened this is a science fiction movie called iron sky where nazis had built this this moon base and it uh, reached the level yeah. where they could come back and attack earth it's 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 just the funniest thing ever i think uh, Mm, I don't think I so. thought we talked because it was about after that that, that I realized that the Iron Sky not. movie because I knew of the Iron Sky movie that, that, uh, that they had gotten the idea for that movie from a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that one. Yeah, because I, I actually brought that. Maybe one up I'm thinking of Saddam Hussein's conspiracy Stargate. theory Maybe that's all episode, and we'd already covered it. Um, yeah, but the uh, so the president has now kind of moved on to calling for do you know what so have you heard of the uh, no, communication i mean i'm sure it, it sounds like something i it was so he's he's so he's he's calling for a repeal of section 230 of the of the act okay so two section 230 reads no provider or user of an interactive interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. So basically what it's saying is a, a company like Twitter or Facebook can't be held liable for the information that its users are posting online. The, so this, so the communications decency act was passed in the late nineties. I want to say, okay. so I want to say that 1998 sticks out in my head for some reason. Um, so obviously it was before things like Twitter and Facebook. So it's not, the, the, the act wasn't written for them, but they kind of fall underneath that. So the president, because of Twitter censoring him, is now calling for this section to be repealed. Right. So to open these social media platforms yes. up to liability. <laughs> oh, we, we because, know, you know, we the know. president loves suing people. Just yeah, Bill Maher. Hell, if he if we had anything of value, he'd probably <laughs> just ask Bill Maher. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's uh, I th I think this is obviously it's 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 a ridiculous thing. So it's what what other purpose is there really of of opening? If it would have been anyone else, liability? I don't know. But it, with him, we, we know why he's doing it. I mean, he it's wants just, to be able to sue them. So right. Obviously, well, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. There is no other reason. There is no re other reason to take this action. And now you're starting to see other Republicans well, of course, in follow, follow Washington kind of call for the repeal of this act also. He's the anointed one, didn't you heard? He's God's anointed soldier one. on earth. I've heard that. I've, I, I'm not the one saying it. <laughs> the evangelicals are saying it. Uh, leave, God, leave, leave God out of it. I know that the right. look, the, this is the funny thing. I, I, I don't want to get too far into this, but if evangelical Christians in the United States, <laughs> they vote though, are a joke first off because hold on. So evangelical Christians helped that? elect 
the first atheist president. But he, does, he doesn't. He doesn't act like one. He, Donald well, Trump. He may be. I would. I would assume. To be honest with you. But I would say that there's probably a good twenty to thirty percent of, of the entire <laughs> but the, government that but that's what, that are atheists to some degree or at least agnostic, but they have to they have yeah, but they have to they have to play the I go to church every Sunday and I would God say, is not, very I would say powerful in my life. They have to play that card because they won't get elected otherwise. No, but he no he does yeah. he Donald he, Trump doesn't even play. Did that you see game. that in and he he does he uses God Donald, all the time Don, when it's Don, when it's useful. No, he doesn't. Because right, but no, he uses God. He says it all the time. The only thing that Donald Trump believes in is Donald of, uh, Trump. George Floyd. He said it in that. That was in that tweet. You know, so he does use it when he wants to. <laughs> he probably pull Donald probably Trump off to the like side and ask him to quote any part of the random Bible. and stupid. But uh, yeah, right. He couldn't. He, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying he uses it. Mike Pence, on the other no, hand, that's, he's, that's a, what he's, I said. he's a true believer. But Donald Trump, yeah, no, he he. He's strictly using it. He he panders to his evangelical base. Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's why I said it's funny that 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 yeah. evangelical Christians the first. were a driving force in electing really the first atheist president. Just eh, a, I don't think so. Technically, I think Thomas Jefferson was. He was a deist. Uh, he probably it's is. Almost, it's almost the same thing. Well, in a sense, he was a deist, and that's deists are deist. No, it's not because deist. Diaz still believe yeah, in God and everything else. They just don't believe that, that God controls He's not there. He's, us he's like not puppets. there anymore, is what I'm saying. You're right. It, it, it's, a, it's splitting hairs. But. Right. Yeah, well, it's still for it's, no, it, it is. It's, it's still Christianity. Too, to some degree. They still the believe when in you, creation. See, that's, that's the problem when you get into When you say God, you have to define God. Because there's, there's 4,000 fucking different religions on this planet. You know, so you have to define them. Oh yeah, and there's actually one religion. There's one religion. I don't remember what religion it is. I've I met somebody when I worked in Nashville that was that was part of of this religion. I've heard that, that one. believed that all religions were actually the same religion. That every god is all the same god, and that God. And I found it really interesting. And that God. The only reason that there is like a Muslim faith versus a Christianity faith is because God presented himself in a way that those people that created Christianity would understand. And he presented himself to Asians in a way that Asians would understand. So there's a whole separate. I've heard that. I've heard that theory in, in each, too. It doesn't, still doesn't make any you know, sense because he's going to do that. Why does he tell them to kill, kill all the other religions and why that, that religion is the only true one. Be, be, I well, that's well. That, I think that's that's can be debated. I, I believe that that's because a lot of that's not part of the faith. Well, a lot of that needs is to clear some things human up, interpretation of faith. He's God. He can do it. Oh, <laughs> well, it's clear. I, that I, find, I think it's slavery. I, I think it's clear enough as the it Bible is, says but, it okay. is, and Jesus never said it wasn't. Jesus never. In fact, he, he tells you that you should obey your masters. So even Jesus, Jesus yeah, also yeah. didn't. Jesus also right. didn't say anything about homosexuality let's, let's, either. But, let's face facts. Know, evangelicals like to go on if you carry you on can about either that. say that slavery is moral, or you can say it's not moral. But according to the Bible, it's moral, and I say it's not moral, and I believe that by that nature, I'm more moral than the Bible, thereby more more moral than God, who doesn't do anything to dissuade. In fact, encourages 
throughout the Bible, slavery of other human beings. So, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. You, you, you believe whatever, what you yeah. want. I'm not, I'm not gonna, we're not going to have this argument. Yeah. I'm, hey, hey, at least I'm not. We, we, I'm not we've had this argument before. A religion yeah. that endorses slavery. Have you, you have read the fucking Bible. It does right? endorse slavery. Absolutely. Old, 100% old test, does not endorse slavery. Maybe. Cause I've only read it once. I have read the Bible. And I'm sure I probably read it more times than you. The old Testament, you do under, you, you do understand that the old Testament says a lot of different. What things. does the new Testament say that, about slavery? Nothing. Is Except Jesus says to new obey your masters. Okay. Who are your masters? Okay. What this says is the new Testament is Jesus coming down and saying, look, we are, I want you to use why me is it so as long? an example they could for, do that in a, for how you should paragraph. live is what the New Testament is. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Much, it's a book. I'm, and they're, they're, and you've read a yeah, Stephen King book least before, there's, uh, there's enjoyment at the end of the That's really long, book. too. <laughs> the story makes sense. The story tends to make sense. Ah, whatever. No. The story does make sense. Well, it does make sense if you like slavery and shit like that. But yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to our topic. I didn't say that. It, it has hey, nothing to do with slavery. If, if, if slavery you know is so that. bad, why you're, doesn't you're Jesus a, say it's a bad? Shit now. So, why? But it, but it is. He says to obey your masters because it's not in the fucking New Testament. There's nothing about it in the New Testament. Hey, look. Okay, you know, Ian, in the Old no, Testament, but then he says, there's, there's rules then he, on then how he to does eat the, blood. The Last Jesus Supper, Christ he says, "This is my body. This is my blood." The transfiguration. Yeah, it's still fucking magic, fairy tales. It's a whole different All thing. All right, whatever. We, we'll move on. We'll move on. It's not. We're good. Let's move on. <laughs> I There's nothing more I need to add. It's right there. What, what else? Do you, you have anything else to add to the topic like that we were talking about? Good stuff, and that's fine. There, I'd much. That's not what we're talking about. Ian, uh, prior to that, we were actually talking about Trump no, and Trump. racism. No, Trump's before a racist. Before we actually move on to the topic of the show we were supposed to have, we can, we, I was going to let I you finish that up. Trump's a racist. The, 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 Missouri, the uh, Minneapolis police force is, is racist. So, so we're what? Five months away from the election? Four and a half yeah, months away from the election? Uh, yeah, five months. Thereabouts. First off, first off do, you pl- do you plan on voting in person? Uh, if it's, if it's available, yes, I do plan on voting in person, but if it's not, then I'm happy, I'm happy to vote by mail. If, if I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm going to vote. I'm just going to mail on my ballot. Yeah. Well, don't just we're, be we're, careful because if, if, if Trump gets his way, that's not going to be valid. Even if, even if you do it, it your he, vote will be thrown he out. He can't, he can't do anything to, to invalidate mail-in ballots. He's trying. You do understand that Trump votes by mail also, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. Trust me, I know. The hypocrisy is not lost on me. But mail in voting is something that's been going on in this country for a very long time. I know. I, I mean, most of the West. You're not, most you're not of the West, anything I don't know. Most of the states out West have been doing it for a decade yeah. or more. Right. Well, it, it, it's very simple. If, if, if the polls are open, for me, it is, it is not an inconvenience at all. To stop on my way home from work, it's literally I pass my polling place every day on my way home. Yeah, I it would take five minutes to go in and walk, walk in and vote, as long as it's available. But if it's not, I'm ha- I am gonna, I'm you, more than happy. You live in a there. you live in a white area, as do I. So yeah. you're right. My, well, my, my area is not as white as yours. 
that's, that's very true. Uh, so our, our lines won't be as long as some uh, other areas where you'd have to stand in line for say, you know, three or four hours right. at a minimum to vote. Right. Well, and I, I, I work midnight, so I get off of work at seven. The polls don't, they open at seven, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So by the time yeah. I get there, it's like 20 after seven, maybe 7.30. You know, most people, you're going to get to the, the elderly crowd, but that's about it. And that's, that's been my experience with this polling place the last because I've lived here since 2015, so I voted in one, two, three, four, four separate times there, I think, if you count okay. primaries. I think, four times. And I've, I've never had a problem, but then I know other people going later have had to wait longer, so just, mm-hmm. I get lucky by having to go in the morning. So. I think one way that they could kind of get around or – I mean, if, if, if mail-in ballot, first off, mail-in voting has been legal in Michigan since 2016. Okay. Yeah. We, we vote, we voted for it. Yeah. And, and well, it my, passed, my dad voted right? in 2016 for, well, he voted absentee. Is that the same thing? Yes. Yeah. In, in, in 2016, we passed the law in Michigan that you don't have to have a reason to, to do absentee voting. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's all this is. So the attorney general is going to mail a application out to everyone in the state. And if you'd like to apply for mail-in, uh, mail-in voting, you could do it. It's not that big of an issue. Right. But the president and a lot of other Republicans are actually making a big deal, you know, especially when the president's putting out tweets about how the attorney general's mailing out ballots, which is not the case. It's just an application. Right. Well, he's going to, he's going to spin it however he wants. And that, I think, it's all part of a, of a larger plan of his because if mm-hmm. he loses, he's going to contest the election. He's going to say it was rigged. He's going to say, you know, the, the election was stolen no matter what. It doesn't matter how those votes get get. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to. I, I think he will. I, I really can, do. I can, I, really do. I, can see, I can see it being just as likely that he loses the election and then he sees it as an opportunity to – be the still the de facto leader of the Republican Party for the next four years, and then run again, again in twenty twenty four. It's possible. I don't. I, I you can never guess what's going on in that that man's fucking head. But um, well, it's real easy. What's going on? What the, the only thing that goes on in his head is how what is going to benefit him, him right. the most. Right. But even if that is his plan, he's not going to. He's not going to go quietly. He may play, he may want to go quietly in order to do what you just said, but mm-hmm. he's not going to go quietly. He's going no. he's going to rile he, up his base about it. No, absolutely. That's see, that's what I'm saying though. Is I think he's going to use it as an opportunity to do that mm-hmm. every day for the next four years, right? Against whoever's the the, the well, well against Biden, Biden hopefully. Right. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I just I've been trying to tell people elections have consequences this is a perfect this everything that's been going on this whole fucking year if not for the last almost four years yeah it's 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 as clear as day elections have fucking consequences that means as much as you may hate it you don't vote third party and as much as you don't want to do it if you're a registered voter get the fuck off your ass and vote whether it's by mail and get and that's what i'm saying i i, I and that's why Republicans are fighting against mail and ballot, mail and voting. Right. Because, because the more people easier. vote, the less likely they are to win. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And that's why, you know, I, I think if, if, if 
if the Democrats don't want to do like uh, push for a full mail-in voting strategy in the state of Michigan, they need to open up early voting then. Um, Cause in a lot of these bigger, busier precincts where you typically have that three, four, five hour wait to vote. If they had uh, uh, early voting for say even a week prior to the election, I think you'd really cut down on the lines. Right. No, I agree on, with on that. I agree day. with that. The problem is, is that in a non-pandemic environment, that would be very simple to do as long as you can get it passed by through whatever. But mm. that's going to be tough. Like I said, I'm not you even sure. So? I'm not even sure if they're going to allow in-person voting anyway, because we don't know what's going to happen in the next two to three months with with Corona. Yeah. I mean, we, we know we're going to get a spike. It's just a matter of how much of a spike. If it spikes really bad and really high, there may not be any other option other than to mail in your vote. Mm-hmm. And, you know, may, early voting wouldn't even be an option then. The problem is, yeah. is um, making sure that every registered voter gets the opportunity to get a ballot and mail it in in the amount yeah. of time. See, I, and um, I don't think if, if, if we get into like – late August, early September, and there's not some system in place to do full mail-in voting, there, w- there wouldn't be enough time to get it done. No, no. There wouldn't be I enough mean, time to, A, get everything printed, B, get everything sent out to everyone through the mail, because right. it's definitely going to clog up the postal service. Absolutely, because it's and already then, struggling and then, anyway. And then C, C allow them to, uh, the citizens to have time to mail their ballots back. Right. So it just, unless it's something in place here by the end of July, first week of August, there's no way in hell right. you would get something like that done. Not, not, not on that kind of scale when you're talking, yeah. you know, millions and millions of, of uh, ballots. You know, and, it, and it, what, what gets me is that you would think that, and maybe I'm just naive to think this, but I think at this point in the game, there should be a way for them to be able to set up some kind of a online voting that's fair and 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 um accurate In, encrypted encrypted yeah i mean i i there, don't there's got to be there's got to be a way they can do that or eventually yeah. need to do that they need to do that yeah i mean if if american idol could do it i don't know why the government can't well there's a lot less writing on american idol than there is i know that <laughs> i know that, I know that. It was a, but it was, it was it was a joke ian I, I i know well no i've i've made that joke before too as far as you know in terms of uh output it's like American Idol can get millions of votes in a matter of an hour, but we can't even yeah. get our citizens to stand up in one day out of every four years or every two years and, and go and make their voices known for their, yeah. uh, you know, elected officials. Mm-hmm. So I've made, I've made that reference before, but yeah, I, I think, I think the next step really, I mean, this year we're just going to have to kind of play it by ear, but I think the next step is we really need to push for online voting of some kind or some kind yeah. of electronic I, voting process that's like mm-hmm. i said that's encrypted we want and it to be fair and yeah there's there's ways that can be encrypted where but here's the thing though republicans know that the that historically speaking it's been proven time and time again every single yeah. election the more people that vote the less republicans chance there are. yeah yeah, yeah the, the less chance there is for republicans to to win yeah i mean they're still going to have their states you're still going to get you're still going to have republicans in power in alabama mississippi Kentucky, Tennessee, you're still going to have. I don't know if you. I, I don't know if you would in all those states. Alabama definitely. Alabama's red. They're, well, how, they're deep how much, red. Yeah. 
Yeah, but how much does the Democratic vote get suppressed in a state that's, like that's, Alabama? That's true because of the way it's run. I mean, because it happened in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, when I, I've I've talked about it on the show before that there was several times that we went to the to go vote, and there would be, I'd say, at least at least at a minimum three quarters of the ballot that did not have a Democrat running. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all gerrymandering. So gerrymandering, you know, that's. Well, that's that's, that's and everything else. Well, know. it's not. No, that's not that. I mean, that's you're you're not even having Democratic candidates come out to run because they've got no shot. Right. Well, that's my point. You know. So 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 when, when, you, when might, you you know. But the way the things are set up to suppress the vote, they know that they they're not going to win. So there's that there's a disenfranchisement that happens in those red states. That you know what probably happens in states like California, and New York, also. In the on in certain the districts, yeah, in certain yeah. districts, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and then and obviously Michigan. Michigan is, uh, I, I, you and I have kind of disagreed on this, but I, I, I really think Michigan's teetering on becoming a red state. No, even though I don't know the power. What of, I see, the power of the vote in southeastern Michigan and Flint and Grand Rapids. It, it it won't it won't turn red consistently because okay. of those areas. Yeah. I, I I didn't get a chance to tell you. Uh, you know, Trump was here in Michigan and he was at the Ford plant by where we grew up, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. right now right down the road. Yeah, right down the road for me. And I forgot he was. I knew he was in Michigan, but I didn't know he was going to be at that particular plant. And yeah. I went. Where did I go that day? I went somewhere. I don't remember, but the. Uh, did, the did you walk story. out? Did did you walk outside and go, man? It smells like shit out here. The- <laughs> no, there was a weird Trump, gloom in there. Trump air, must though. be near. <laughs> there was a weird gloom in the air, but um, the you know the the party store it used to be Quick Stop. You worked there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, that parking lot was nothing but Trump supporters. It was a big oh, yeah, Trump rally, and oh, absolutely. it was just unbelievable. I kept driving. I drove by it like three times. And I just kept going. Oh my god kids and it, you know what was really pissing me off because you know that's a busy intersection it right? is all the adults were standing behind and they had their children up near the fucking road with trump signs and i kept thinking those kids are going to fucking get hit but i know why they did it because people are not going to yell at a child they're less likely yeah. to yell at a child if they're driving by so they intentionally I, put I their will. children <laughs> oh yeah but they intentionally put their children on the I'm fucking front bastard. lines Along the street, as a you barrier, they put their kids out in front of them so they can keep an I'm eye sure on them. I'm sure of it. Like they care. If hey, they, why, why, why would they do that? Those kids could get because fucking hit. They're not keeping an eye on them. You're about a, a, around a bunch of Trump supporters, so you know there's got to be some pedophiles in the crowd. Eh, being a Trump supporter doesn't necessarily mean you're a pedophile. Just if you're a pedophile, you're probably a Trump supporter. I wouldn't know. I'm neither, so I don't know. <laughs> I can't comment. Whatever. There are the I mean, deplorables. The same, Remember the, yeah. was the, the, the badge of honor that they wore? Yeah. I mean, the same can be said uh, about Catholics. So go I wouldn't say that Looking at the Catholics. 2020 election, where do you think Biden's going to go as far as VPs? Because I've got a list here to kind of go over. But. Well, I'd say hit your list because I honestly don't know. I've looked at the names. Well, I guess. Okay, I we'll will say this. Well, Let me say this. I will say that okay. recently I read an article that um, there are certain um, – minority groups that are asking him not to pick Amy Klobuchar, which I agree with. 
Uh, so I'm going to say that she's probably out of the running because Biden is really going to push for the minority vote, which he needs to. Um, and he really needs to respond to everything going on right now in Missouri. Yeah. More, even more so than he has been because he's been doing a good job, but he needs to respond more. But um, I think he actually even went there and, and met with the family, George Floyd's family, in person. Did he? I think so. Um, I saw it as, I don't know if I misread it, that he had or was going to, but I saw, I read some article and it said something about him actually speaking to in person George Floyd's family. So maybe he hasn't done it yet, but he needs to. He should do that because the president's not doing it. He's not going to either. But uh, as far as Amy Klobuchar, let's, I don't even want to talk about her because I don't like her. And I know there's well, at here, least a couple run, of minority groups. Let's run are, down through this list. Okay. Because I've got, I put them in alphabetical order. So okay. we'll kind of go through it that way. Um, so we'll start with Stacey Abrams. Okay. So. She was, she's the, I don't know if you know her background at all, but she's the Very little. former, she's a former house minority leader in the Georgia house of representatives. Um, she was a Georgia representative from 2007 until 2017 when she decided to run for governor and she almost won the, the, uh, the governorship there and yeah, it, was, uh, it was a very minor margin if memory serves it, it, it was a very close race and there were lots of claims of uh voter suppression in minority areas in uh in and around georgia so i mean it's it was i i see that she's at least a viable candidate i just don't really know what she really stands for i know she's a big proponent for expanding medicare you know, as kind of the primary way to deal with the uh, healthcare inequality in the U.S., which and I used I know to she, be against, but I, I, I'm I'm kind of moving more in that direction. I think I think we really need to move towards the strengthening yeah. the Affordable Care I, Act. You know, as as far as like the healthcare back, line but. goes, I've always been a at least in the last year or so, I've been a proponent of what. Um, what Pete Buttigieg was talking about, which is Medicare for all who want it. Yeah. You know, if, no, like if you too. want, if, if you want to have the Medicare option, there, there's an option there for you to buy into it. Right. Which is, you know, something that the affordable care act was originally structured to do mm -hmm. with the public option, but because of Joe Lieberman, it got taken out. Right. There's a lot of things that Joe, um, we can blame Joe Lieberman for. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, George Bush being president. Well, partly. I think he, he didn't help I, the situation. I think, I, I think if he wasn't Gore's running mate, I think Gore probably wins that, that election in 2000. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, but, but we but still have the, the Florida uh, um, court. Too. The, hang, the hang chads and all the other stuff, yeah. But uh, going back to Stacey Abrams, I, the only other thing I know about her is that uh, she opposes school vouchers, which – you know, I think most Democrats do. Yeah. I, mean, it's I, just, I do. I'm, I'm opposed to it. If you want to send your kid to private school, that's fine. Nothing, no one's stopping it, you. shouldn't be taking tax dollars away from public education to do it. That's it, exactly. Because the public education system is already struggling. And now you're, dealing, you're giving it to money to schools that are also getting tuition. They don't need it. Yeah. So either that or you need to start charging tuition for public schools, which is definitely not an option. So yeah. it just doesn't work. It, you, private schools are fucking private you pay for them because mm -hmm. you want to it's not but it's not, uh, uh but it's not a right a lot of people feel that stacy abrams is one of the front runners but i i think one of the big knocks against her is she hasn't run on like a national stage right yeah. so you know i don't really know how she's gonna 
kind of fair in the in the uh, national election. Is there a way to? I mean, I don't know if they televise governor gubernatorial um, debates, but I'd be curious to see what how she did in the debates. In they're uh, televised. In I mean, you can look I, them up. I'm sure they're on YouTube or something. Yeah, I'd be curious to see because I would imagine. I mean. Mike Pence pretty she's good, much does she, she's, she's a good speaker. I mean, yeah, I, but it's not yeah, about speaking. You, you can be a great speaker and not a be, be a good debater. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would even say that Obama is a, is a much better speaker than he is a debater. He's good, he's good at talking and discussing. Mm-hmm. When it comes to structured debates, I, I always felt he was a little weak. You know, yeah. It was good that he Especially had weaker well, opponents. When, when he ran in 2008, yeah, that was, I felt yeah. I felt that when he ran in 2012, I mean, it was just he was better. But he again, he had weaker, he had weaker components. He, that that and he had four years behind him to kind right. of show, hey, this is what I've done. Yeah. Uh, so kind of the next candidate, kind of want to move on and yeah, that's blow blow through some of these. But the the next one is Tammy Baldwin, which I haven't heard. Her I saw in the her name. I don't know lot. who she is. I don't know why she's not ringing the bell with me. But I have seen she's her on the list. If you saw her face, you'd recognize her. Okay. She's the junior junior senator from Wisconsin. Um, she was first elected in 2012. Prior to that, she was in the uh, House of Representatives from 99 to 2013. Uh, Tammy Baldwin is noted for being the first openly gay woman elected elected to okay. Congress. Maybe that's how I know her name, too. Uh, she was also a vocal critic of the Iraq War in 2002 mm-hmm. and, uh, and voted against the authorization. Okay. That I wonder she, some brownie uh, points with a lot of with a lot of Democrats. Yeah, she also co-sponsored a bill in 2007 that uh, I obviously didn't end up going anywhere. But uh, she proposed she uh, her bill proposed the impeachment of Dick Cheney and uh, Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez. She, mm. I, didn't, I didn't realize he was the uh, Attorney General in 2007 still, but I guess he was. God, yeah, it's been so long. I don't. She's also been an outspoken advocate of the uh, single payer healthcare system. She uh, she wrote an op ed in 2017 called "Why I Support Medicare for All." Mm. So, well, there's nothing wrong with having a, a VP that that is you know more on the on the Bernie and Elizabeth Warren side of the healthcare issue mm-hmm. because it's it's not about having someone that agrees 100 percent with you. It's about finding someone yeah. who can who can help you find some balance yeah. because it's going to require a lot of balance. Where we, yeah, to, to absolutely, absolutely. I just, uh, I just didn't realize. Like, I, I knew who Tammy Baldwin was. I didn't realize she had such a long, like, legislative history in right. the U.S. Yeah, I didn't know that either. When you mentioned that she was the first openly gay, that that rang a bell. And now, now I know who you're mm-hmm. talking about. So, but um, yeah, and but I, she's also. I don't know. I don't know. She's also co-sponsored uh, several uh, gun control bills, also that yeah so she kind of t- she ticks a lot of boxes but for democrats she's also she's also a white female from wisconsin but she's a gay female from wisconsin right um well biden never specified um ethnicity when he said he, he, no he said woman female that was what he mm-hmm. said but uh, under the certain under current circumstances i don't think it'd be a a, hard, a, a bad choice to go with a, a woman of color either yeah but uh, that's qualified, you know. No, absolutely, no absolutely, absolutely. I think I think everyone on here is qualified, right? Right, to some degree. To some, I'm not, I, I really I, don't I, like game. I would shark. say, <laughs> I would say, I would say that Stacey Abrams is probably the least qualified of anyone on here. But 
Well, there might be there might there's probably one on one more, but I'll get right. to it. Uh, but that, so the next that's one not is, a that's not a say statement of she couldn't be qualified. It just correct qualifications don't re- reflect that correct. yet. Correct. Uh, the next one is Val Demings, who is she's um, she was first elected to the House in 2016 uh, out of Cal out of not California out of all uh, Florida. She was a uh, retired law enforcement officer. And uh, she began working for the Orlando Police Department in 1983, worked her, all, worked her way all the way up to in 2007. She was appointed chief of police for Orlando. So she's got like the law enforcement background. And then she goes and she's in the house. She's been in the house, like I said, since 2016. Uh, she was one of the uh, impeachment officers in the, in the Trump impeachment earlier mm-hmm. this year. And, uh, you know, but as far as like, uh, she doesn't really have much of a legislative background, like since she's only been there for a couple of years. And quite honestly, she, the the impeachment was an embarrassment. I don't think it was for. I mean, Val Demings was, I think, one of the kind of stars. Yeah. As during that during the shit show that was the the Senate trial, but yeah. I think she really kind of stood out and made a name for herself during that time. Yeah, she's a, she's but she's an advocate for gun control. She uh, and and she's another person that wants kind of expand on and and defend the Affordable Care Act instead of moving to more of a, a universal healthcare system. Right, right. Now, now I, aside from the baggage of the um, impeachment, because you got to admit it's baggage. It is baggage. I don't. I don't, I don't know if it is. It's hard to say. No, I, I don't know. Not not for not for, not for her. I don't think the Democrats did. I don't know. It, it's in hindsight they the, shouldn't have done. Because my because the oh well we said at the time that they shouldn't yeah. done shouldn't have done it. But I think the pandemic has kind of clouded over a lot of what happened oh. during that trial. Well, not only that, but the American memory span is about two minutes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the next one I had my list was is, is uh, Kamala Harris, who on the, at least. If I don't even think she, she stands a chance. I don't think she's even. In the, well, she's think, she, she's one of the front runners for the VP position. I I think that's speculation. I, don't I think, think she's. She I don't think I, she's. I, I, as far as obviously she's a female. She's a black female. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, though, strategically, California does. That's yeah. Picking her doesn't really do much for you. And her and, whereas, and, when, and during the debates, the the attacks she had on him and his record, I think it would make her it would either make him look bad or make her look bad because the way she took she challenged him on some of his um legislation in, in terms of race mm-hmm. and then her yeah. joining him could be seen as hypocritical i don't know like you said though voters have a very short memory but That's the true. people yeah. the people we've talked to before now though talked about is you know stacy abrams tammy baldwin val demings all three of them kind of geographically check a box for a area in need right you know whether it's georgia florida or wisconsin those are all places where picking any of those three would help help buy it at least in those states kamala harris doesn't really do that no she doesn't know and the next one i was going to talk about amy klobuchar kind of in the same boat yeah. i mean is uh she obviously if if biden is looking to strengthen his his spot in the african-american community amy klobuchar does the exact opposite that's uh, i mean she like i said there's been several um minority groups that have actually come out against her as an option yeah 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was the NAACP, but um, it was other. It was another group specifically that was. You know, it's big, almost as big as that. That I know yeah. said no, don't we don't mm-hmm. we don't like her policies and. And Amy Klobuchar is popular in Minnesota, but she's not popular in African African American communities in in Minnesota. Is Minnesota really going to be? I mean, you're going to have to really. Minnesota's. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, like, you want to talk about Amy Klobuchar? You know, I haven't seen her out at least talking about any of the stuff that's going on in, in her state right now, which if so she I, was, if she was legitimately either on a list or suspected she was on a list, she should be, doing she would have been out front. Yeah. yeah and that's why, that. and that's why I don't think she's a serious contender for it. No, no, which is good. Cause I don't, I don't really like her. I don't know. I, I don't really know why, but I just don't like her at all. I never mm. did. Even on the, the next one I kind of had on my list was somebody that, but I think would make the most sense for, biden to pick as a vp is elizabeth warren you know because um i i don't get me wrong i think having her would win over a lot of well maybe not a lot but a a chunk of bernie supporters which biden does need to get oh yeah absolutely i think she she helps him with the younger more progressive voter right which is where biden struggles you know that's where uh you know Bernie Sanders was able to win um, win votes in the primary process with younger voters. And if, 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 if Biden a- looks at that and says, look, this is an area I need to strengthen, that, that uh, picking Elizabeth Warren geographically doesn't really do a whole lot for you as far as right. policy-wise policy wise, it does. But, you know, yeah here's here's another option it wouldn't work because she doesn't have a national brand but she checks two boxes she's a woman of color she's not african-american she's native uh she's hawaiian um yeah, which, Gabbard. but she she's she's an elizabeth warren ish as far as her policies yeah, but go. she's not but she doesn't have the national no, recognition that's, that's, that's she hasn't problem. even i don't even think she's on the short list at this point no, probably not. But she would check the yeah. two boxes if she had more of a presence in. in but uh, you know, I, I think I think Elizabeth Warren's age is kind of a knock against her. But outside yeah. of that, I mean, she kind of I, I think she really kind of completes the ticket for him. Yeah, it's hard to say. I I don't know because I think I think in some circles Elizabeth Warren might hurt him, but the gain would probably outweigh the yeah. loss maybe well, here, but i honestly I, I i hate to say it and i don't want to I, I know it smacks of tokenism but i i honestly think he really should be i've kind of changed my tune on stacy abrams just because i think he needs a woman yeah. of color i uh i don't know i i want to get your opinion on the next person though because the next one is the one that personally i want him to pick even though it's gonna really hurt the state of michigan and that's gretchen Whitmer. I think, oh, see, I think, yeah. I think, no, she's I, toxic. I think she is. I think she's somebody that obviously does not shy away from a fight. You know, she is gone. She's gone no, after Trump time doesn't. and time again. I think she would more than, yeah. more than be able to hold her own on debate space, debate stage with, with Mike Pence. She's already in the gubernatorial race in, in, uh, was it 2016? No, 20. 2018 18. is when she took office. You know, yeah, she yeah. she she ran against she ran against a 
a Mike Pence kind of conservative. And uh, Ian, you got a really funny frozen look on your face. <laughs> Hello, Ian. But yeah, I think that uh, she's somebody that really helps. And, and like, I, like I was saying, she, she's already ran against a Mike Pence kind of conservative. So I don't think that would kind of uh, be an issue. And under and also my, my and also if you here. look at look if you say what you want about the way she's handled the pandemic in the state of Michigan, I think she's done a, a fantastic job. She she she's well, gonna say she's that. part of the leadership that, that took this state from being the third most cases in the United States to now I think we're eighth and we're in other states and we're going down, we're going down. and down. we're going down to deaths. Uh, other states are pass, now passing us as far as total death rate. And, uh, you know, I, I think that she has handled it 100% correctly. Right. And, and as well as I think anyone could have, honestly, you know, given the situation. Yeah, I mean, I have other issues with her. I wasn't – I voted for her, um, but it was kind of a reluctant yeah. vote. vote. Um, she wouldn't have been my no, first No, actually, place. I, I liked Abdul she's, Al-Saeed, which is uh, – I don't know if you've noticed, but he's actually been on CNN talking uh yeah yeah because he's no, he's a physician and uh right i remember i, I, remember, I, I, yeah, I really liked him when he was running for the democratic nomination in michigan but look i'm sorry man you're not going to win a, a statewide election with the name abdul al-saeed in the state of michigan no no unfortunately not um but in i'm not sure if he's american born Who? is he Said. Yeah, he was born in uh, he was born in Michigan. I'm pretty sure. Was he? But okay, I wasn't you, sure because I know it, it doesn't doesn't matter, matter for yeah, governorship. That's what I'm talking about. Is, is I like we were talking about the gubernatorial race that she was in, and I I, I liked a lot of the things he talked right. about. Um, you know, but the thing mm. is with Gretchen Whitmer, the more I read about her and understood her policy decisions and things that she's done in the state of Michigan in the last you know decade or so, I liked her even more. Right. Uh, like I said, I I don't have I haven't had a problem with the way she's been handling the the pandemic. Um, I I don't know. I, I get the feeling she's a bit like reactive more than you, proactive you really think so? at times. I wouldn't I wouldn't call her reactive. I wouldn't call maybe her reactive. Uncertain. I'd call her pragmatic. I think like because she took a, yeah, she maybe, took a lot of flack maybe. for um, how long it took her to put like the state stay-at-home orders in, in Michigan and things like that. And I think it was it was more so the fact that she didn't want to rush to a judgment. She wanted to, she want, she want, she so wanted much, to make sure that so she had all this, the correct though. information and made sure that she was doing the, the right. correct thing for the state of Michigan at that time. Right. No, I, I'm not referring to this. I'm, I'm, it's more on like, you know, she ran on, the, on fixing the roads and everything. But her everything, and I know, don't get me wrong, I understand that it's not just her. She has to deal with the legislature mm-hmm. and everything else, taxing and everything else. But I, I just think her, her behavior towards accomplishing some of her goals has been more on a reactive level rather than a proactive level. I don't level. know. That's, it's, not a, it's not a knock, um, and it's, it's, it's a minor thing, but I, I, I don't know. I think what I mean when I say she's toxic is – Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer is going to lose Biden. I don't know how much, a small percentage, maybe even um, a, a non-exit or a non-problematic percentage. Of I don't know if she does. I don't know if she would. 
Because she's not. I think she does. I think, especially here in Michigan, because there's a lot of people who, who think her 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 reaction to pan to the pandemic has been overbear overbearing. But like you said earlier, you know, a lot of voters have a two minute attention span, and the even even five or four and a half months away, we are still a long way out from the election. Is for in the in the political landscape, and I think that the the thing that would really hurt her is if she joined the ticket it creates the opportunity for the Republicans and Trump to say, look, you're running away from your state in the middle of a pandemic. That's what would hurt her. That's what would hurt her. uh, Our American memory is short and and fleeting, but it it doesn't take long for the right politician. I, I... not the right one, but the smart one to bring up all the past. Oh, no. great but you know, you, he's going to bring that up with anyone and with, and with anyone he picks. True. I, I do want to throw out a kind of left field one and, and it, it'll, it'll never happen. But what do you think about Michelle Obama? Uh, honestly, I was going to bring her up for the exact, the exact same way about three people ago. Um, I think if he picked Michelle Obama, he would win in a landslide. 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 He, he, he would win in a Reagan 84 landslide. I think he could guarantee, if, as long as Michelle was willing, 16 years of Democratic control. Probably. Barring any huge disasters. But I think if he picked Michelle and she was willing to do it. Because I think, honestly, I think he'd pick her in a second, too. I don't think she wants to do it. And I don't blame her. I don't her. think she does either. I don't, I don't blame her one bit. But... If Michelle Obama joined the ticket, I th- I honestly believe we could guarantee 16 years of Democratic control. Yeah, the the big thing is though the big knock is I mean, you know obviously she's you know a lawyer and she knows how to speak, but I don't know how she would do on that stage in a debate style situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously she's got a a husband and a team that has has been right. through it before. Not and only I'm that. Sure but I think we've she, only she ever could, seen she her. Couldn't, she couldn't do worse than Sarah Palin. I mean, no, no. We, well, she's, are you kidding? My foot Sarah, could do, couldn't do worse. <laughs> I, I would say Michelle Obama and Sarah Palin are not in the same league at all. I, I mean, even comparing them almost seems insulting to, to <laughs> Michelle. Um, but I honestly, I don't, I don't know if we actually know because we've only ever seen her in a first lady position, which yeah. is one of, you know, being resigned and, and, you know, and things being scripted, but mm. also, you know, her focus has been what her first lady roles were. However, I think a slightly um, untethered Michelle Obama could be a firebrand. Yeah. Oh, I really absolutely. do. I think she absolutely. could just, I think she would wipe the floor with fucking Mike Pence, especially if she was pushed. I think if she, if he pushed the right button and made her just a little angry and she let go just a little bit, I think I think he, she could just destroy him on a debate yeah. stage. Yeah, I don't know. So, kind of to to kind of wrap it up, out of those people that we talked about, uh, give, give me give me hold on, give me two names. One that you think, give give me th- one that you think will be the nom- the nominee, and one that you want to be. Well, I want Michelle Obama. There's no question there, but she's not technically on the list. Um, I think. Stacey Abrams, and I'm okay with that. I wasn't, but I am now. Mm-hmm. I th- personally, I think I would like to see a, a Warren Biden Warren ticket, 
that would be my other choice, I guess. But I, I, yeah. I really am. I'm quite content with a Stacey Abrams ticket right now because I think we need that balance. And she, I think she's qualified. She may not yeah. have had the time to show it, but I think she's qualified for the job. You're not going to like the one I say. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it Amy Klobuchar? No, no, but okay. it's close. I because I think I think he's going to pick Kamala Harris as his VP. Okay. And obviously, you know who I, I've already said I want. Gretchen Whitmer to be that VP. Okay, but. yeah. Um, well, the, the tough thing is he gets my vote no matter what. Yeah. But I, th- I honestly think that even – I think Kamala Harris is a bit toxic too because she's going to come with that West Coast liberalism that, that scares the yeah. shit out of the, the right wing. And, 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 and yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think hey, she's You know, gonna, Ian, Ian, fuck the right wing though because we're not worried about those votes. No, we're not, but um, they talk to their independent cousins and <laughs> well, you know, co-workers we'll and stuff. And I, yeah, but I think that's where you know Biden does really well with independent voters. And that's why I, 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 if he picks Kamala Harris, I'm still not overly concerned mm. with him. I mean, I still think he has a better chance of being president than Donald Trump does. But I guess we'll see. As long as the election's fair. Yeah, as long as the election's fair. Infection's fair is what I was going to say. <laughs> the last election has been an infection for us <laughs> yeah. all. I don't know, maybe that's, that's all I got. Do you have anything else you want to add? Wrap no, this up no. A bit? No. Michelle, Obama, if you're listening, <laughs> we need you. We need you more than ever. <laughs> so it's, Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen, though. Oh, I, would, you know, I would love to see it because I think she would oh, do a God fantastic dear. job. And I think people will come out in droves. I honestly to think for Michelle. Her. I think Michelle Obama would be a much better president than even her husband was. Quite honestly, maybe, maybe. But I, I think Michelle Obama is somebody that I think. I, I think a, a female is going to have a hard time being elected president in the in the U.S. And I think that Michelle Obama is somebody with the background that's held in such high esteem that she is somebody that could overcome those hurdles. I agree to, to win. I agree. Well, I, I, I totally agree. So, I, I, would, mean, I, I would vote for Michelle Obama, no matter who the president was like, you know what I mean? It's like, she could be the running mate for Tim Kaine. Yeah. You know, and we wouldn't, you know, even if the Republican was a, Oh, well, maybe I can vote for that Republican. No, I, if Michelle Obama's on a ticket, she gets my vote no matter what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at LIGpodcast.us. Um, we're on Twitter at LIGpod. Uh, find us, check us out on Facebook, uh, Podbean, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, check out the show on YouTube. Uh, you can, uh, w- hold on, you know, we're supposed to, Look at the screen. You're supposed to give us a like down below, like right in over in that direction. Yeah, probably. I, I don't know what it's going to show up because I don't understand how the mirroring of the of our screens are. But it's going to so be. So you're 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 on the left side of the of the screen. So I'm on the right side of mine. <laughs> I know that, but the one that they are going to see, you're on the left side. So okay. If you point straight down, you're going to be pointing at the like button. So I'm gonna so like us, and then over this way, you got to subscribe to us. Right? Okie doke. Yes. Give us a, Whatever give us a thumbs up. It's 2020. Everyone knows the thumbs up yep. and where it's at. Just fucking yep. do it. Hit the subscribe. <laughs> it's just to the right of that. Yep. You're fine. 
you you know how to do it. Sorry, man. Until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. My role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for the fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This hit like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Notice, see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Notice, sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon.